When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Clinton from the Comedy Forecast podcast, found right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Found? Was it lost? The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Mom? Dad? I'm home! I'm in here in the living room, son. Why don't you come on in? Okay. Hey, Dad. Where's Mom? You know, son, I was going to ask you that very same question. I haven't seen her in weeks. Yeah, me neither, Dad. It's kind of weird. It's almost like she only exists as a reference point so we can establish a domestic situation for narrative purposes. (laughs) That'd be downright zany, son. So what did you want to talk to me about, Dad? Well, your barely existent mother and I have come to the conclusion that you're big enough to have certain adult responsibilities and adult information. How big are you, by the way, son? I'm 11 foot 2. God zooks, how did my wife ever squeeze you out? They said at the hospital they buttered up her inner thighs with axle grease. Why don't I remember this? She says you were passed out in the lobby for the duration, overcome by waves of nausea and Jack Daniels. Oh, that's right, right, of course, those were the days. And that's why I always get blind stinking drunk and throw up on your birthday. So what's your excuse for the other 364 days of the year? Well, son, on that day, I'm doing it just for you. Thanks, Dad. Yes, well, be that as it may, son... You're going to start entering a very special time in your life. Tell me, have you noticed girls? I think so. Those are the ones with the wobbly bits up front that are above the belt line, right? That's them. Well, yeah, then, yeah, I've noticed them. Well, you may also have noticed that your attitude towards these girls may have changed a bit. Tell me, is it safe to assume that around this time last year you thought girls were icky? Yeah, now that you mention it, Dad, I I did think they were kind of icky. And how do you feel about them now? Well, now, when I meet a girl, Dad, I keep hoping she'll invite me over to her house so I can try on her underwear. Close enough for jazz, son. What you're going through right now is called puberty. Puberty, Dad? Yes, son, puberty. Oh. It's a period every man and woman goes through. Oh? It's the one you change from a child, physically, into an adult. Really? You see, it's God's way of punishing the entire human race. How does he do that? By making our genitalia revolt against us and turning us all into raving perverts. Oh, so is that why I find myself strangely excited around girls? That's right, son. And why my voice is cracking all the time? That's right. And why I'm growing hair on my face and chest and armpits? You got it, son. why the girls' soccer coach got arrested for making the team wrestle nude in a hot tub full with cherry jello and calling it a training regimen and selling DVDs of it over the internet? Yes, well, ultimately, puberty would be at the root of that little problem as well. King deal! By the way, speaking of those DVDs... Well, the coach said that you'd get yours as soon as your check to his legal defense fund cleared. Hoo-ha! So, tell me more about these changes I'm going to go through, Dad. Well, rather than simply do that, son, I thought I'd show you this massive 20-part multimedia presentation I've developed. Really? That's right, son. This presentation will tell you everything you need to know, and it depicts the entire cycle of sexual development by incorporating interactive sense-touch exhibits, explicit monologues, naked interpretive dancers, graphic videos and photos, and displaying all manner of images of sexual acts coupled with Judeo-Christian iconography. Oh, so that's why you keep getting all those checks from the National Endowment for the Arts. Yes, sir, Barbaruni, the NEA puts the fun back in funding. Hi there, I'm Matthew Lesko. Did you know that the American government gives away billions of dollars every year to offend the sensibilities of average Americans just like you? It's all true! 
In my new book, Free Government Money for Offensive Artists, you'll learn how to apply for grants just for your new project. Imagine it, a $5,000 grant just so you can buy religious icons you can desecrate. A $20,000 grant to create Viewmaster reels containing explicit homoerotic imagery. A $500,000 grant to start a feminist anarchist collective where you'll be able to study interpretive dance involving raw sewage. And it's all free! To get my book, Free Government Money for Offensive Artists, just send $49.95 to the address on your screen. But wait, there's more. If you act within the next 10 days, you'll get my extra special free book, Free Government Money for Rich Republican Lobbyists. Did you know that the American government gives out billions upon billions of dollars every single day to all their rich political cronies? Of course you did. But now here's your chance to get a slice of the pie. After all, it's your money they're taking. Use it in concert with the first book and play both sides of the political ripoff fence. So just send $49.95 to this address and just make sure it's postmarked by November 3rd, 2005. You're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. It's all Hello and welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Kyan Chris Conroy, and you are listening to Technical Difficulties for the first week of November 2005. Oh my, how the year is coming rapidly to a close. And so is my larynx. Managed to completely strip my throat last night uh, while I was out singing at a karaoke bar. Yes, I did Fight the Power and I did a Limp Biscuit song and a couple of other things and I just totally blew out my chords. And unfortunately, out back in the... Uh, in the uh, little sort of outdoor patio where I was sitting, they had a little these little wood fire smoke things burning, and I managed to inhale a whole crap load of uh, of wood smoke. And I had a couple of cigarettes, and it was a bad it was a bad deal for my voice all around. So I'm cracking all over the place, and what I try to sing is just uh, it's terrible. Anyway, you don't need to know that, but uh, as a matter of fact, I think you did need to know that. Uh, you needed to know all about my terrible voice problems. <laughs> all right. I'm done with that. Anyway, uh, some uh, bad news this week for anybody who cared. Uh, not that I'm, sh- I'm sure you didn't. Um, I was. I said last week that I was going to do this whole new series of influences. I was going to put them on the back end of the show, kind of like I did that little short story I read last week. And that way you'd be able to hear how I got all my cool ideas. Well, the first one in the series is going to be um, Over the Edge, uh, which is Negative Land's radio show from Berkeley, California. And as I started making the documentary, I realized that I had entirely too much material to work with. So I'm going to rework that. I'm going to actually do it as its own self-contained special that should appear sometime in the middle of the month. So uh, keep your thing open for that, and uh, you might like it. It's one of those things that it's going to be kind of like maybe a half-hour show unto itself where you uh, get to hear all about this really cool show, I know. And if you don't like it, you can just ignore it and or delete it. So there you have it. Anyway, uh... On with the program, all right? This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by A Summer's Breeze. A Summer's Breeze, the all-new feminine hygiene product. Made from a patented mix of herbal and mineral extracts and mixed with the finest water distilled from mountain springs, Summer's Breeze is the all-new, all-natural feminine douche. It's just like a summer's day on a beautiful alpine hillside, only with menstrual blood. That summer's breeze available wherever fufu hygiene products are sold. And by Muddleson's Used Cars, the world's only holistic car lot. 
Why not drop by Muddleson's used car lot today, where our full staff of psychic salespeople will offer you a nice cup of mint tea and guide you through our feng shui-aligned parking lot to the car the universe has chosen for you. Be sure and ask for this week's free special of a past life regression with the purchase of every slightly used Lexus. Uh, excuse me, sir. Oh, uh, hello. Welcome to Muddleson Psychic Motors. Can I offer you a mint tea or, like, a car? Uh, actually, I'm from the Better Business Bureau. I understand that you claim that you sell cars psychically. Uh, yeah, uh, sort of. Uh, well, actually, I'm just sort of in training. I must say, I, I think that sounds like a somewhat unorthodox business model, don't you think? Well, I'm not sure. I only get, like, seven fifty an hour, so uh, I guess maybe. Well, we've had some complaints about you from uh, some former customers of yours. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do something wrong? Uh, I meant your company, not not you specifically. Oh, good. Is there a manager here I could speak to? Yeah, that would be Tony. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll go check in the back and see if he's in. Uh, Tony, uh, we have a customer. Behold, for I am one with the cosmic breath. I stand transfixed before the mind of God. Nirvana is my home. Uh, he says he's out. All right, well, maybe I could speak to you then. Uh, did you know that the cars you're selling at this lot appear to be possessed by demons? Well, yeah, they all are when they come in onto the lot. That's why people gave them up in the first place. And you exercise these demons? Yeah, I make them fetch holy water balls in the backyard. No, 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 I meant you get rid of them? Oh, yeah, yeah, before we sell the cars, uh-huh. And then what do you do with them once they're gone? Oh, we adopt them out to satanic families. Is there much money in that? You'd be surprised. Are you and your family servants of the Archfiend? Are you looking for a new pet? Well, nothing says home like the smell of brimstone and fresh blood. Oh, Dad, Dad, this one. Can we have this one? Oh, look at that. Doesn't he have the cutest eyes? Yes, and the volunteer's liver. We're the American Profane Society. The next time you'd like a pet, why not consider adopting one from one of our many No Damnation shelters? This month's special includes a complimentary infection and parasite infestation, tooth and claw sharpening, and acid and fireproof housebreaking wee-wee pad with every adoption. The following program is presented in glorious two-dimensional sound. Sparing absolutely no expense, we, the production team of Technical Difficulties, have mixed a glorious two-dimensional sound mix. Guaranteed to merely be stereophonic, this mix will give you absolutely no sense of space or depth. If you are hearing this program in three-dimensional sound, the fault is clearly with your iPod. If it turns out that your iPod is in a strict functioning order, or you do not own an iPod or an MP3 player, then you are clearly insane, and this show is simply a voice inside your head. Kill your parents, kill your teachers, smoke crack, worship Satan. Uh, that hey, will be quite uh, enough out of you. Are, Depart are, from are, my sight, irresponsible are, broadcaster that you are. Let a professional take the microphone. <clears throat> we, the producers of Technical Difficulties, apologize for the seemingly controversial nature and potential subliminal persuasion of the previous announcement. The previously stated information, however, does remain unchanged. This is a two-dimensional mix with little or no illusions of depth perception. And indeed, if you are listening to this program and do not own an iPod or a computer, it is in fact a voice inside your head. Vote Republican. Obey your clergy. Listen to Kenny G music. War is good. Peace is bad. Satan Up is, is your master. You right. must War is good. Kill Peace is bad. Kill your friends. Is death rows. The terrorists have already won. I have a job, Brownie. Home, home on the range where the deer and the antelope play. Where seldom is heard a discouraging word and the sky. Shut up. Don't want to hear it. You boys have both been fired for behavior unbecoming of a broadcasting voiceover professional. Clean out your desks and get out the door. Don't want to hear it. Hand on hip, other hand out. Three snap, Z formation, and you are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, move it along, move it along. Come on, next segment coming up here. Nothing to see, nothing to see. It's all audio. Good evening, and welcome back to Inside Probe. 
I am your host, Anderson Sackcloth and Ashes. This week on the program, we are going to continue our series on superstition. And don't give me that look. The emphasis for this program will be superstitions involving the body and its various functions. Excuse me for a moment. Damn you, you phonium! Now then. All cultures, whether modern or primitive, have similarly developed a series of superstitions associated with the body or unexpected bodily functions. For example, in America and the British Isles, it is a common belief that if one's ears become flushed or hot in a burning sensation, it is because someone is speaking ill of them. A similar belief is in the islands of Japan, where if one sneezes, one is being spoken of by a relative or a close friend. Many of these associations also deal with luck in the financial arena. For example, again, another Western-held belief is that if one's palm of one's hand becomes itchy, it is because they are going to receive an unexpected sum of money. On a similar financial note, in Lithuania, wobbly or detached kneecaps means that one of your relatives is late on their car payment. In Brazil and Venezuela, excessive gas means you should expect your tax returns early this year. If your left nostril becomes unusually runny in the country of Nigeria, it means that someone has surreptitiously broken into your home in the middle of the night and spread Marmite all over your Lena Horn record collection. In Winnipeg, Canada, a twitch in your right eye means that you're being scoped out by a foot fetishist. And lastly, in Australia, if you are swimming and your legs suddenly disappear, it means you've been bitten by a shark. Now, these are just a few examples I've listed here. There are many, many more. If you have a bodily function or some strange twitch or something and you'd like to know what it could potentially mean, depending on what country you live in, I encourage you to call the number of this station and uh, be on my show right now. And if you don't, I'm going to track you down and punch you right in the throat. And there's our first call now. Oh, good, that's one person off our list. Lucky caller, you won't be getting your teeth smashed anytime soon. And it is Lewis from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Actually, my name is uh, Lawrence, and I'm calling from Laramie, Wyoming. Don't care, host very annoyed now, ask question. All right, uh, what does it mean if my, uh, you know, private parts is all tingly-like? Well, it all depends on where your private parts are at the moment, doesn't it? Where are they? Oh, well. Side of my hips. <laughs> that puts you right back on my hit list, Larry. No, no, what I meant was what are you in fact doing with your wibbly bits at the moment? I've got them stuck inside of a beehive. Hairdo? Sits on top of your head, doesn't it? <laughs> Larry, you are in for an unexplored galaxy of pain when I find you. Can't imagine it being worse than having your bag stung by thousands of bees, so I'm not afraid of you, Lammy boy. Well, in uh, relation to your question there, Larry, I believe if you're scrotum is tingly and numb from being stung by thousands and thousands of bees because you've gotten it stuck in their hive, I believe it's because you're a fucking moron. Any uh, reason why I shouldn't believe this or anything that would give away that particular mental condition of yours, Larry? Well, I'm a regular listener to your program. Wouldn't that be a dead giveaway? Dead giveaway indeed. We need to take a commercial break now, during which we're going to use that time to track Larry down and make an example of him. And when we come back from the break, we're going to have an interview with Horace Kielmeister. He's a restaurateur in the Midwest who's primarily responsible for putting Stromboli on the map. Oi! Which one of you bastards left this Stromboli on my road, Atlas? Well, and that's the end of our program for this week. If it seemed it was a little short this time around compared to some of the shows I've done recently, it's because it's all in your head, worship Satan, smoke crack, vote Republican. No. The reason is, actually, there was a twofold reason, and I shall endeavor to explain. Uh, 
with the following excuses, really. Um, well, here's the deal. I was working on the Negative Land show, the Over the Edge show that I was telling you about in the first part when I did the introduction, and uh, I let it go for two days and let it completely consume my time, and I uh, screwed up. So there you have it. I, uh, I take full responsibility, but also I take no responsibility for the next piece of information that I'm going to pass on to you. Uh, yesterday, I was supposed to be slaving away on the show, and I had two things happen. Uh, the first of which was I the server, Libsyn.com. It's their first anniversary. Thank you, Libsyn. You've done a great job. And uh, as with a lot of other shitty birthday things that happen, uh, Libsyn's entire uh, account went down. Uh, they, they gave a lengthy explanation, but let it be known that on their first anniversary, when they wanted to celebrate, they were busy running around <clears throat> like poor chickens with their heads cut off trying to figure out why in the hell their entire, uh, their entire system was just completely crashed for most of the day. Um, so I couldn't check my stats or log on or do anything like that, check any sort of comments that people had made or anything, so that made me a day late. And I'm very sorry about uh, the day late business. The second thing that happened, though, is kind of cool, but threw my game completely off, which was that the uh, a local television station here, CARE 11, uh, it's the big TV news station here, is doing a report on podcasting. And thanks to the intervention of Garrick Van Buren over at the First Crack Podcast, another podcast I recommend you look at, along with all of the ones on Podcast Minnesota, uh, Garrick uh, told the interviewer, told the reporter and the cameraman that I did a great show and uh, that they should check me out because I'm a genius. That was the first thing she said. She said, I understand you're a genius when she walked into the house. <sighs> no pressure. Anyway, they came and uh, they came to my uh, studio and filmed me. And I was a, basically, a, while cool on camera, internally a nervous wreck while they filmed me. And I, I sat there, you know, while, while they watched me and stuck a giant, huge Sony camera all around my, uh, around my workspace while I was trying to think up stuff on the fly to be funny. And as you can imagine, that was about as comfortable as one would think. But in any event, two or three weeks, that show is probably going to go up on the air, and I may or may not get on it. And uh, like that. So I think that's pretty cool news. I may get some local TV coverage. Unfortunately, my wife, Susan, who really wanted to be on the show as well and who the, whom this reporter actually contacted first and then didn't follow up on, I don't know what that was all about, um, she couldn't be, and she was at work, so she couldn't be here for the interview. So I feel really bad about that. I keep encouraging. They may have to shoot more stuff and they may come back and get Sue's thing. But in the meantime, I'm going to promote, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to promote my wife's podcast with a little promo I've created just for her. So, uh, I'm going to throw the promo on, and then I'm going to hit the road, and I'll see you all guys again next week or something like that. And keep in, keep a, 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 an aggregator open for the Over the Edge show. Like I said, if you see it, give a listen. You might like it. It's a very interesting bit, and there'll be all kinds of cool information in it And uh, next week. But before I go, please uh, send me an email over at techdiff.com. Uh, you can send it. go to the techdiff.com site to post a comment. You can reach me at techdiff at tcinternet.net. Or, um, and please check out our podcast, uh, Channel Surfing Wipeout, chansurfwipe.libsyn.com. That's our video cast, brand new episode of that's going to be going up sometime this weekend. And uh, here's my wife's uh, cool podcast you should listen to. Bye. We've each spent our entire life collecting the most unique, strange, and hopefully wonderful set of ideas. If you could change anything about humanity, what would you change? I think people should not fall into the skin tones that they fall into. I think people should look more like tropical fish. Pondered the meaning of life, spirituality, and the universe. Why do we dream? I have a crazy theory about dreams. They are very closely related to death. 
but that when we die, we don't realize it, we dream. You know, I've been incredibly shaped by fairy tales. The genie pops up and gives you three wishes. There is no way you cannot screw it up. <laughs> so this show sets out to ask the uncomfortable questions of people. What do you want out of sex? Well, obviously a big O is incredibly <laughs> important. Some think about them a lot. Some try never to think about them because there are no easy answers. What is hope? Dangerous. Dangerous. Oh, I like that. I think for it to be hope, it has to be engaged against a person's better judgment. I go back and forth between being like, for instance, hopelessly romantic and a romantic without hope. Do you want to be immortal? Would I have to be a vampire? What is love and is it different from friendship? I love my friends, but I don't get any warm fuzzies from them. <laughs> what do you find lovable in a person? I dated a girl that when, she, when we went to bed, she made like these little noises. <laughs> I love that about her. It was like, that was very lovable. Yeah. It was cute, but also kind of annoying, but it was cute. <laughs> Religion seems so limited. You know, the God force could be so big and so... Why don't they come up with something bigger? Yeah, or cooler. You or know? Cooler, yeah. Like, what if it was like a giant mech warrior, you know, Robotech is God, <laughs> or something like with missiles that shoot out of its arms and like create happiness. Enjoy the view of the inside. This is Uncomfortable Questions with your host, Susan Grandies. Do you have any final thoughts or advice? To really try to, each hour, each moment, really take it all in and don't let life pass you by. That's Uncomfortable Questions with host Susan Grandies at suegrandies.libsyn.com and also available through the iTunes directory. Big Questions of Ordinary People. You're listening to Friday Follies. Jokes, laughs, and guffaws to tickle your funny bone on the Mutual Audio Network. Join us tomorrow morning on Mutual for Saturday Story Circle. Bring the kids, your coloring books, and crayons and get the whole family into a great start to the day with audio cartoons. You can always subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of audio drama that fits your fancy. Or discover Saturday Story Circle in your favorite podcast players like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.